This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Yeehaw! Guess where I am? I'm deep in the heart of Mesquite, Texas. That's right. I'm here covering the Cat Fancier Association's Great Cat Show, and we've got lots of great people and lots of cool cats. All this and more. Stay tuned. But first, we've got to take this quick commercial break, so sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave, we'll be right back. Pause up, everyone. Arden Moore here, the host of the Oh, Behave Show. Raise your paw if you love frozen desserts. I know I do. And so do my canine trio of Bujo, Kona, and Emma. They drool with delight when offered this sweet treat. And now all dogs will have plenty to yap about. That's because Ben and Jerry's has just unleashed not one, but two doggy desserts. Your dog can enjoy the Ponce Mix made with peanut butter and pretzel swirls, or Rosie's Batch made with pumpkin and mini cookies, or put a little of both in their bowl. Yum, yum for the tum-tum. Now, when you treat yourself to a bowl of your favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream, mine is the classic Cherry Garcia, your dogs can enjoy the Ponce Mix or Rosie's Batch or a blend of both. Do you know what time it is? Why, it's Ben and Jerry's time. I see Happy, Bujo, Kona, and Emma heading my way. Check out the Ben and Jerry's Doggy Desserts at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pause up. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I got my meow-y-hour co-pilots in the house. That's right. We've got All Breed Cat Fancier Association Judge Kathy Black and All Breed CFA Judge and Editor of Cat Talk, Teresa Kiger. And what is so cool, guys, thanks COVID, is this is the very first time we've got to meet in person since the pandemic. So first, give a shout out to Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hey. So, so nice to meet you in person. She's like amazed at my lack of inches. Height. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And my good buddy that we only seem to see each other at the Cat Writers Association. It was so cool because Teresa Kiger was actually judging today. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Hey, Kathy. I resemble that lack of height remark now. <laughs> Watch it. But here on radio, we all are tall. We're all, yes. We're, we're only as big as our voice is. So I 
had the pleasure of Kathy being my tour guide for okay. the CFA, and I really liked it. So, you know, tell me, you guys have had to adapt with COVID, but what do you think of uh, being my uh, cat mentor today? Well, it's always exciting to see someone look at a cat show through fresh eyes, yeah. because I've been doing this for over 30 years. Okay, so when you came in, you were like a kid in a candy store. I mean, I kept losing you. You were running over here, you're running over there. Too many people to talk to, too many different cats to see. And your excitement and your enthusiasm was fun for me, too. So oh, thank you so well, much. Well, I loved it. I've learned a lot. And also, it was really cool to get to watch uh, Teresa in action. She's an all-breed judge. So you guys recognize how many breeds by the CFA? 45. Okay, so you have to know the ins and outs of yep. 45 cats, as does Kathy. Right. So tell me about about the setup at this show how challenging was it you know the, the challenge really is just dealing with the COVID restrictions what I liked about this particular show and in this neck of the woods there are breeds that I don't get to see in other parts of the country so there's give me an example well there's several American wire hair breeders uh, here and that is our least common breed in wow. CFA and there were some very very nice wire hairs here there are also uh, there's a I may brought back a cho solid chocolate Persian Ooh. and that's a color and a combination that we don't see very often and it was a spectacular cat. Wow. What was a cat breed or two that you were keeping your eye on Kathy? Well there was a lot of people who flew here from all across mm -hmm. the country and there were some people that even though I may know the exhibitors I had never seen these particular cats that they were showing. There was uh, some beautiful like, bingle examples and I fell in love with a Japanese bobtail long hair that I'd never seen before and there was also some really pretty Bermillas. Yeah you were kind of. I'm getting wrong. that's gonna be my next breed I think. So tell people the B-U-R-M-I-L-L-A. Yes. Tell a little bit about the Bromella, because that's kind of an interesting name for a cat. I keep thinking I have to have a Brillo pad, but no, it's no, a Bromella. No, the Brillo pad is actually the American short that, <laughs> It really does go. feel like a Brillo pad. Did you see the kitten? Did you see the Bromella kitten? Yes. Oh. I wanted to steal it. You didn't hear that. And I heard other judges want to take it home, too. So tell yeah. us about the Bromella. But the Bromella was kind of a... Um, I think it was a breed that was initially made to look like a longer-nosed Persian. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. it was a hybrid breed that was created between two of our other breeds. And I'm, okay. I'm drawing a blank right it's now. It's European Burmese and a silver Persian. Persian. Okay, wow. I couldn't think of the European Burmese. Is it like six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? I don't know how to answer that. Okay. <laughs> but it's no. kind of an interesting combo, right? Well, yeah, it is. And I think... If I'm not mistaken, it was the original breeding was an oopsie. That's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Uh, yeah. I was an oopsie. Okay. All right. TMI. TMI. Okay. TMI. Okay. But so what, what the with the Bromella, you get that beautiful eyeliner, the green eyes, the mascara, and the eyeliner yeah. around the eyes, and then the the pattern, you know, the white with the with the colored tipping nice. from from the silver Persian. But then you get the the head shape of the uh, of your Burmese. Burmese. I think. Well, I've I've bred a lot of breeds that were semi long hairs. Yeah. I had Maine Coons. I had 
Somalis, Somalis and Norwegian forest cats. And and uh, I just find the Bermilla, I like the short hairs as well, but I just find the long hairs really speak to me. They go back to my original mm-hmm. Somali love that I had the very first time I ever saw my first Somali. I said, I got to have one of those. <laughs> and I did. I bought a cat that day at the cat show and the first time I saw a long herb Bermilla it was like I gotta have one of those and so I told her it seems to be a feeling people get Mm -hmm. I mean I'm falling in love with the Norwegians and the Maine Coons I just I love the big cat you know Mm -hmm. with the calmness and some like the little skinny oriental Siamese types there's something Mm -hmm. for everybody yeah there really is and what I like and if you guys can both address it is you had 45 breeds in the CFA, and you do a salute to household cats. So mm-hmm. I saw some pretty amazing household cats today. Oh, my goodness, yes. And, yeah, this is the end of the show season. So there's, we've seen, and it, even though it was a foreshortened show season, we've seen some of these cats time and time again. And there's this, a couple little um, household pets that I love. There's a little black one-eyed household pet and she is as black and she actually like sucks in light really? and, and I get her out on the table she looks like a silhouette I always comment on that and I judged her a couple of times before I realized she didn't have an eye wow and yeah because you know it's just the way I judged the the the, the lack of eye would be on the on the other side and so it's like I was kind of taken aback I'm like oh well but she, she's a but a three-legged cat one time didn't even realize it only had three legs until I put it back in the cage. And when I put it back in the cage, it acted like it stumbled. And I thought, oh, did I like, you know, hang its leg up on the cage door or something? You know, and then I realized there was no leg there. But but the point, that's the beauty, right? The beauty of them, the cat was so sweet. It came out and showed itself Uh off. It was not, it was not a, I did not notice it's lack of a leg okay i noticed the beauty of the cat and the same way with this cat mm-hmm. you notice the beauty of the cat and not that it's missing an right eye. so you right. guys when i first came in the door kathy said there are like four categories so you take two and you take two okay so you start off with the kittens kittens have to be at least four months old from the day they're born they will be a kitten until the day before they turn eight months of age. So that's just a little window of four months that you can show that kitten. There's a lot of growing. Those kittens are judged on the adult standard. So it's very difficult as a judge to look at a half-baked kitten and <laughs> judge it against the adult standard. But that's what we have to do as judges. Right. Okay. Then, and, and, and you know what's really cool though is when you get a really good kitten, it looks like, honey, I shrunk the adult. Yeah. It's oh, a, cool, cool. My, be- my best kittens were ones that were perfect little adults in the kitten body mm-hmm. they just grew mm-hmm. equally but then I also had kittens that grew way in the wrong directions <laughs> at times and they were long and lanky and where they weren't supposed to be okay so once they're eight months then they go into what's called championship class in championship class you want to become a grand champion so you have to go through six rings they were called qualifying rings and then if you defeat 200 other champions wow. in the show which we met someone today that did it in one show then you become a grand champion. So that's the first two classes are kittens and then championship. Okay, and uh, or that the kitten has the option of going to the other adult track, which is premiership, okay. and that is our adult class for neutered and spayed cats. Okay. Now, why would you show a neutered or spayed class? Well, a lot of times they're still a good example of the breed. They're all judged to the same standard. Some of the cats, the breeder didn't need another cat. And they're breeding yet another male. We have a lot of males in Premier 
relationship <laughs> or another cat right or there was something or sometimes they're a retired breeder they've had they've got on the baby track and now they're back and sometimes that's how I got started it was in premiership you too <laughs> a lot of us did bought a pet I, you know we got a pet Russian blue and the breeder said he's good enough to show in premiership there you go and that's there. how we got so the fourth track is household pet now that's for our random bred domestic cats there or um, pedigreed cats that have a disqualifying fault or don't meet the standard enough to be shown in the championship so race. what are you looking for in a household cat personality helps personality health grooming and that little something extra there's not a breed. bribery did they slip you a kibble? No, but every now and then they really do suck up and go, I love oh, give you. Cheek you. Rub, right? yeah. And yeah, that does count because <laughs> because with household pets, we want them to be outgoing. We want them to 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 to. Yeah, these are the cats that have chosen us to share their lives with. Yeah, that's I good. I always say if the cat's having a good time, its owner's having a good time. There you go. So you want the cat to be relaxed and, and enjoying the show because if it's having a good show, you're going to be having a good time. Yeah. So. And before we let you guys go, you know, we are a terrific trio. Every Wednesday night, we host Meowie Hour presented by the Cat Fancier Association on Facebook. So... I want to tell you, it's been a pleasure. I love teaming up with you guys, but tell, Kathy, tell people what the heck Meowie Hour is. Meowie Hour is a program that brings together every kind of cat lover you can imagine. We have the people that breed pedigree cats. We have the people that don't breed pedigree cats and just have a cat that like they domesticate, a domestic cat that adopted them or they adopted from a shelter. But with all the guests that you bring on, Arden, oh my goodness, we have such a wide variety of guests that bring pet wellness and entertainment and and acrobatic cats and, <laughs> and uh, you know, people who have written a lot of books and people that are well-known in social media. So it's a program that appeals to a wide variety of audience and because it's brought to you by the cat fanciers, we want to introduce you to our pedigree breeds yeah, too. Yeah, so we always spend a few minutes talking about a pedigree breed of cat. So if there's something there for everybody. If you haven't checked it out, you need to check it out. It's a lot of fun. And what do you think about a cat, uh, uh, Teresa? I, you know, I have a great time. And and what I see, since I'm monitoring the Facebook feed, there, you know, the audience has a great time. I've had a couple of people private message me and say, I love this show. This is the best part of the week. In fact, I finally got it's better than hump day. <laughs> oh my god! Really, really. Actually, I finally got to meet um, one of our um, vendors yes. at a supply there because I've never met her before. Too. You know. And I kind of like personally having Casey and Rusty, my uh, red tabbies, that are on the show, and and the kitty cocktails. And I got to give a salute to Teresa because she makes the cool graphics for the drinks. I think that the show just has a wide variety and so it'll appeal to many different audiences. And we let we met a lady today that she said Meowie Hours saved her life during COVID. She really? was so happy to meet us and tell us that. It just made Arden's day, oh. made my day. So anybody that hasn't checked it out, check it out on the CFA Facebook page. Search for us on YouTube. It's Meowie Hour. All the episodes are on YouTube. And please join us. We give away prizes. 
there's something there for everybody. Yeah, our YouTube channel is CFA Cats. That is easy. Hey guys, have microphone will travel throughout the CFA Cat Show here in Mesquite, Texas. So thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Teresa. And thanks for all you do for felines. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's Arden, you brought us into this world and it's just fabulous. We're really enjoying it. So yeah. thank you. Pause up. Pause right. up. I got a unique situation here. We have a wonderful gal here with a Devon Rex and a household cat competing for different divisions. And you are Amy Hayden. And where are you coming from, Amy? Bandera, Texas. So that's just a how far of a car ride? Five and a half hours. Wow. What part of the state? Near San Antonio. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So tell us the household cat division because a lot of cats are not purebreds mm -hmm. so tell us about Oliver that's cuddling up and kissing your ear right now he is, ooh, I'm sorry he's six months old okay. um, he this is his second show he went to his first show at barely four months old and he wow. just acted like a pro like he no, not <laughs> really? scared at all absolutely come on baby let's sign. we're trying to break this nursing we're trying to break the nursing habit oh he likes to suckle your ear mm -hmm. yeah okay. I used to have a date like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was found in the engine of a car really? when he was about four weeks old. Oh yeah, and he and he came to uh, DFW Purebred Rescue. Wow! And I adopted him because I had just lost my heart cat, my rescue kitty. So and he came along just right at the right time. Wow! What's his personality like beyond having a fetish for ears? He's very sweet and he's very active, very playful, very social. He likes the other cats, likes to play with our Devon yeah and tell us a little bit about your Devon Rex what's your kitty's name and how's he doing today that is um she is grand premier Jobara's baby love of wow. Sandspur um she's two years old she came from a breeder in Utah she's 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 um a lovely example of her breed and um she's but she's very sweet, very effective. So tell us about the Devon Rex. What, what do you mean? What's some things for people that want to know? They're very active, very uh, inquisitive. They're very social with each other. They, they're drawn to other Devon Rex. And they love, they love people, absolutely love people. So for people that have mutt cats, I have mutt cats, Casey and Rusty. What do you think about having a household cat division? Oh. I think it's. I mean, I think it's wonderful. I think you're kind of in the best of both worlds. You got a purebred and absolutely. And my very first, my very first cat, my very first show cat was a household pet. Really? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you, when somebody shows household pets, you can draw them in, and they might be get be interested in you know pedigreed cats and start breeding and showing. So uh, this cutie pie, um, how do you get your kitties to be able to travel well? I, I see you've got a pretty good pop-up uh, sturdy product. Okay, let me just tell you something about this one. Okay, Oliver. we're talking about Oliver. Oliver, sorry. He does not travel that well. Oh. He meows the entire way if he's in the carrier. Is he saying, are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? Yeah, so sometimes we'll let him out and I'll hold him like while we're driving. So we don't have to listen to him yes, holler. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, does he have like a jazzy voice or what's his voice tone? He's like a Siamese or Oriental. He oh, has that no. kind of voice. <laughs> yeah. But your Devon is doing, what's the nickname for your Devon? We call her Baby Love. Okay, so Baby Love is Baby Love, uh, mm -hmm. kind of a seasoned traveler? Yes, she travels pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... How did you do today? We've had a fabulous show. I mean, it's, yeah, very well. 
both cats have done very well. So is Oliver now like giving you sweet nothings in your ear? He's, no, he's just, he's nursing. I think it's because we're trying to break the habit, but. You ever seen a cat do that? Yeah. But we, we think it's because he was taken away from his mom so young he that he, he didn't really get to be weaned or, yeah. Well, that's why he does it. He's showing you he loves you. He, yeah, he, he's kind of growing it. He's starting to grow out of it a little bit, but he's tired and he wants to go home. And so this is what he does. So what would you say to folks that want to come to a cat show? Is there any inside tip on how to enjoy a show once COVID lets us do so? Just come and, and you know, ask the different owners and breeders questions. Most of us will, most of us will be happy to answer any questions. Sometimes you'll even be able to pet our cats. Well, um, Oliver, I don't want to disturb you. You should have named him Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Kitty. There right? you go. <laughs> come on, silly boy. Hey, thank you so much. Oh, finally, you come to the mic. Yeah. He goes, that's not an earlobe. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're having a great time here at the Cat Fancier Association's big cat show here in Mesquite, Texas. We're going to come back right after this commercial break. So you know the drill. Sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox shampoo and conditioner to the rescue. Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Jen Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Pause up, everybody. We're still here at the CFA Cat Show in Mesquite, Texas. And I got a chance to watch some kittens in action, including a beautiful, beautiful blue Russian named Bibi. And here with me is Bibi's pet mom, and you are? Hello, I'm Megan. And, and Megan, uh... This is in Dallas, or Mesquite, and you had a little bit of a journey. How far away? Yeah, we're from California, Davis, California. Did you fly or drive? We fly here. Oh my gosh, how was it? It's, it's a bit, it's a lo- long journey. <laughs> 
Tell me a little <laughs> bit about BB and what made you say I want to enter. Uh, is it a he or she? It's a he. Okay. Yeah, because in Region 2, we don't have show for over, over a year. And the soonest confirmed show is in November, I heard. And by November, he will be adult already. Oh, too, too old. Gosh. Yeah, not too old, but it's better to, for a kid to try out show when he's still young. So, how old is BB? He's seven months old. And how old was he when you got him? He was four months old. Really? <laughs> yeah. What made you say Russian blue? I just like the look. <laughs> <laughs> is this your first uh, purebred? Yeah, he's my first cat. First oh. cat. Who's this little guy? He's Emmer. Hi, Emmer. Oh, I can see you like the uh, Russian blue, right? Yeah. So what is it about the Russian blue that you like? Uh, their personality, oh. they're pretty calm yeah. and pretty sweet. Yeah, and their color, it's light gray. It's not, it's different than most other gray cats. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So tell us for the listeners, how did uh, BB do today just now? It's his first show. He did pretty good. What did he win or what did he score? He he won uh, here. Wow, that's a lot of <laughs> ribbons you got there. <laughs> so he got the ninth best kitten. All right. One of a ring and seventh best short hair kittens. Nice. Yeah, and yesterday he has he also got it ninth best short hair kitten. That's all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. And um, so the next step for him is he'll be an adult. What division can he enter in then? Um, I think premier should. Premier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell me what you like best about him. You said he's sweet, but what's something? How was he hanging out in the hotel here? <laughs> yeah, they adapted really fast. They started to play together. Yeah, really fast. And he also he's really good at being bad he doesn't scream doesn't oh he's good at yeah bass. okay that's a good yeah. kid <laughs> all right well it was very nice to meet you and good luck uh, with bb he's a sweetie thank you we're here at the uh, cat fancier association cat show in mesquite texas and once again we found a person who isn't living deep in the heart of texas with us right now is rich nolte and you're coming all the way from lakeland florida whoa and uh who did you bring I brought Gator with me. He's a nine-month-old Bengal male with a clouded leopard pattern. Doesn't that sound cool? I just thought they were called cats. What the heck does a clouded leopard pattern mean? It means instead of having little tiny spots and instead of having pretty big-sized rosettes, he has massive rosettes that are more like continents than spots. I like that. So he's going to be a global wonder. He will be. He's right. with the right owner. Yeah, and tell us your role with CFA. Right now, I'm the youth chair with CFA, um, but I think my biggest thing that I do with CFA is I just promote the southern region. I promote my club, New Vision Cat Club. We were the original Bengal breed club, nice. and I had the honor of doing the Bengal application with Mary Ann Byrne. So when people think of Bengal, they know that's not a lazy couch potato type of cat breed. How would you best describe the, the Bengal as far as personality? The Bengal has a huge personality, and it'll be the first one that reaches spots in your house that you never even <laughs> considered cleaning. Which Give me an example. Top of the kitchen cabinets with no way to, you know, how did he get there? Um, ceiling fans, uh, anything and everything that you don't think they can reach, give them the opportunity and they will. Now you're a teacher too, right? Yes, ma'am. I teach high school students. I teach juniors and seniors economics, U.S. government, and U.S. history. Wow. Now, uh, I think there's a two-generation factor going on. Tell us about that. Yes, I have a little junior showman in my house, Molly Caroline. She's nine years old, and she loves all breeds of cats. And in her bedroom is her exotic short hair, so she even has uh, her bedroom cat. 
You know, you think about dad and daughter doing things like going to a movie or maybe bowling. What's the special connection that you two have when it comes to showing cats? Well, first I want to say my wife would love it if we just had a connection that was bowling or going to movies. (laughs) But uh, we, when I was younger, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And now Molly has the same love for animals and nature and also wants to be a veterinarian. So we just share that bond and we share it over the cats. And she's become more of a wonderful little human child because of her care of the cats. And, you know, she's more responsible, too. And you talked about your role with kids in CFA because you're getting the next generation. So what are some things that you could say to parents out there that may inspire them to have their kids consider being part of CFA? I would say that cats offer the children a wonderful opportunity to learn um, skills and to become more responsible. And I think as a parent, we all want our children to become more responsible. So if a child can take care of a cat and scoop a litter box and know that, hey, mom or dad, the cat has a runny nose today, oh, um, it can pick up on those you know, traits. And you also learn, I think, compassion and empathy from raising animals. Um, you know, it's not all wonderful days. There's highs and lows in this hobby. And I think uh, Molly has experienced those. And I think other children should experience those. Yeah. And then they won't become um, as fragile adults as some adults are that don't have those well-rounded life experiences. Well, think about it. Do you remember your first childhood cat? Yes, his name was Bandit. And I adopted him from my vet's office. And he See? lived to be 17. Do you think Molly's going to have that same? Yes, she's just going to have a name list that's so long she's better be keeping a diary because she <laughs> loves raising kittens and having litters. <laughs> so you came all the way from the Tampa area in Florida, and we're here in the Dallas area. How was the journey, and any tips on traveling with a kitten? A little bit of a flight delay, but pretty smooth sailing. Hit some turbulence over Louisiana, which is never fun, but uh, I would always say just get to the airport early. The cat can sense when you're stressed, so don't be stressed. Um, Take care of yourself, and you can better take care of the cat. Also, it's it's so important when you're first traveling with a cat to ask for a private screening room when you go through security they will give that to you and you need to know that because that cat is going to be a lot less stressed out when you have to take it out of its carrier if you're in a private setting um years ago i confess i took my cat ziki out and he ran out of my arms and ran into that little place where you buy your water and magazines and the and i'm running for him and the security people were running with me i'm saying not at me i hope we were able to round up ziki and got him and that taught me a lesson always have them in a harness and be careful because you have to take them out of the carrier Absolutely. They do have to come out of the carrier because they want to put that carrier through the um, x-ray machine. Um, So yeah, absolutely. Um, Some of them like the harness, some don't. So I would definitely practice with the harness before you travel. Also put the cat in the carrier before your plan travels so the cat's not freaked out by a carrier. You know, I'm so glad we finally got to meet in, in person. Can I say that? That's bad. But thank you again for being on the Meowie Hour show with your daughter, and we hope we have you back on again. Arden, it was wonderful to see you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I truly appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thank you. I am getting uh, loved up by a beautiful cat named... Bruno. Bruno, who is a... Abyssinian male. Oh, my gosh. And we're with Lorna Fremoth. And what's the name of your cattery? It's New Dawns. New Dawns. And tell me about this gorgeous guy that's giving me cheek rubs. <laughs> well, Bruno is a year and eight month old Abyssinian male. Uh, he just uh, achieved his grand champion today. <gasps> oh my gosh, party! Is he picking up the party tab? He's totally doing it. Yeah, we're gonna go out tonight and have some drinks on Bruno. Oh uh, my gosh! But so he beat—he defeated 200 cats. <gasps> 
at this between this show and the last show we went to um, and that's uh, a title it's reserved only for the very best cats that are uh, eight months old or older for us newbies and novices what made him the grand champ so the 200 cats he defeated he has to have those points to get the title but the things i like the best about him um, he's got beautiful color and coat and clarity which means he's got um, the tabby ticking on his body but no stripes on his legs so what does tabby ticking mean so it's, it's, a, it's a part of the tabby agouti gene. And if you look at his hair, each hair, it kind of looks like a deer almost, where yeah. it's that, that yeah. wild pattern. Um, but they want they want to keep the stripes on each individual hair, but not on the legs. Now, he's sitting here loving us both up. Do you think he knows he won? I think so. He's very proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what's next for him? Uh, next, he's going to go home and meet some ladies and Ooh. make the next generation of Abyssinians. <laughs> That's not a bad gig, mister. Um, what do you like about the Abyssinian breed? They're very intense. Uh, everything they do is like they love hard. They play hard. They're just the sweetest, um, most intelligent, wonderful, um, awesome, just awesome, sweet kids. I'm trying to get his purr Purred. on the thing. <laughs> he's, he purrs like a Mack truck. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very silly. So... Um, this is what attracted you because you don't have a boring cat breed. No, I don't. I have all smart cat breeds. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, mostly, mostly. Yeah. I have Amer American Shorkers are pretty chill compared to the Abyssinians and the Japanese bobtails, but I like the, the color and they're just a very, they look like a cougar to me, you oh, know? Yeah. Yeah, this is the only cougar I want getting this close to my face. Correct. Yeah, we don't we don't need any wild animals on the couch. <laughs> um, what's the name of your? Where is your cat relocated? We're in Columbus, Ohio. Oh my gosh! So how did you get here? We flew. Uh, How many cats? <laughs> Four. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend Sam and I, we both, uh, we came with two each. Oh my God. And they do really well because, you know, they, we keep them on the plane with us and they go in a little carrier. It's called a sturdy carrier. Oh, I love, I have sturdy carrier. And they, they have a dividing one so we can yeah. put a cat on each side and they stay in the plane with us. So uh, what's, uh, you're going to head home tomorrow? Uh, yep, yeah, we leave at 7 a.m. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I guess you better get a cat nap in, huh? Yes, definitely. So he's doing this to me. Did I pass the, the test? Yes, yes. I mean, you, you, he wants you, everyone to know that you've been loved on by Bruno. <laughs> well, when I come home, Rusty and Casey are going to be like, <clears throat> who have you been messing with? Yeah, cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to give as far as an advice to somebody that's going to go to a cat show for the first time? What I'm, I'm confident we're going to be able to get spectators here. Yeah, soon. Um, I would say um, just come and bring hand sanitizer because people love to share their cats with you, but they want to keep it safe. Yeah. Um, right. So they be respectful of the owners and and ask you know for permission. And and some people would love for you to touch their cats. And it's each each breed feels so different. It's amazing. Now he's got a short coat, but what's the grooming? Um, well, with him, um, I do two shampoos. Um, I use uh, Monet uh, Botanicals two-in-one shampoo, okay. um, and I do it twice, actually, just to twice. get them really clean. Once a week? Or uh, just before the show, they stay pretty nice. Um, during like non-show weeks, all I do is just get a little water on my hand and vigorously rub him back and forth to pull that dead hair out. You know what I like is that what I love about these cats is they're used to being handled. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't. And so when you go to a vet, I bet your veterinarian loves seeing him. They do. They do. They love to play with the cats. I think they play with them more than they actually do the exam. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, congratulations. You're a champion. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We're here with one of my favorite people in the cat world, and he is an amazing photographer. And let's give pause and applause to the one and only Larry Johnson. Welcome to the show. Well, glad to be here. So this is my first show in Mesquite at a CFA, and you came up to me wearing a mask, and I'm like, who is that man? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure who you were either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because the masks really do yeah. hinder, and it doesn't necessarily work very well for the cats to know who you are either. Now, folks, he is a stellar photographer of cats and other things, and you came from New Orleans, or where are you coming from, or Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge. I live in Baton Rouge, yeah. So it mm, Well, it's supposed to have been six and a half, but it took seven and a half because it was raining all day Friday oh on the way up. Until just outside of Dallas, now and it's stuff. Now it's beautiful. So it'll be a nice ride home tonight. So give us a few tips. People love to photograph their pets. What are some tips you can give when it comes to photographing cats? Cats, you need to see them eye to eye. Okay. Rarely use the flash, but you get them close to a window. Oh, really? So the closer the window, the light's coming into the window, into their eyes, and you also have a brighter light. You don't need to have full sun, because that diminishes the whole color of the, of the animal, the dog or the cat, or whoever you're working with. Oh, nice. So the easier you're closer to a window, put them on a perch like a cat tree. They're sitting there laying there and they're looking out the window and you, you could be on the side and just like take your shots that way. Do you don't necessarily need to be crawling on the floor yeah. with them because I tried that the very first time I tried to take pictures of mine and guess what the cat comes along. Yeah, cat came up to you. <laughs> right up to you, and it looks right in the lens, and it's like, no, stay over there. No, I want to come here. You know, it is kind of hard to teach a cat to stay. Yes, but it's a use of teasers and toys. Teasers, what, I'm sorry, I'm coming up with something. The show's called Behave. What do you mean by teasers? A cat teaser is like feathers. Yeah. Cat toys with little dingles and dangles and other things on them. Some like fur, some like feathers, some like rustling yeah. sounds and that keeps their attention and as long as they're playing with that you can work them around to a place where they will maybe oh, sit yeah or like if i have really my studio going mm -hmm. that it would actually stop motion them if they're in motion like a bengal crawling right. across the table or a cat doing a twirl around like an abyssinian and you get everything twirling and everything moving but it's a stop motion type of thing. Do you ever wish you had three or four hands? Six. <laughs> so what are some of the tricks when you have a toy in your hand and you're trying to get a photo with the camera? Obviously tripod might be the way to go. The tripod is the way to go. I've been using a tripod since I started. Uh, it's so much better to keep the camera in one place and I focus in an area so I'm not always looking through the little eye hole all oh, okay. the time. Oh, so good. if I could pre-focus a spot and then go yeah. click and use the toy. So I'm then when the toy, I could also see where they're looking at, yeah. where their eyes are at, where the body is. And also when I'm working with animals, I'm working them at their. eye level, their level. That's why crawling on the floor doesn't work so well, but you get them up a little bit. Well, you could have been a photographer in any venue and any field. What is the thing you enjoy most about uh, cat photography? <laughs> I like working with each of the different personalities Yeah. because there's no rote sense to any of this. And it's all honest, right? They're coming oh. at you fully honest. And right? they have their own personalities. They have their own feelings. They pick up everything else that's going on around them. I had just had one that said, oh, he plays with everything. And they didn't came in and looked at me like, 
Uh, it was nice. He wasn't scared, but he didn't want to play. Yeah. They was picking up something else in the room, or he just didn't feel like it at the time. Mm-hmm. But then there are those that's like, oh, he's awful shy, and you put a toy, and it's like, oh, wow, you're paying attention to me. Yeah. And it's like very, and you don't know. It's not like doing school kids. Sit there. Look. Yeah, that's Please. boring. Don't you it's think? It's boring. That's why I don't do school photography <laughs> and things like that, because it's too boring. I want to have the the edge of excitement to each and that and you know when you've got the shots besides being a president of our cat club i also post it there so we keep our what is the name of your club greater baton rouge cat club okay so can i say a really bad thing um you really are when it comes to cameras and cats the cats meow 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 all right that's it thank you (laughs) Hey everybody, I am having a ball. Somebody said it's like I feel like I'm a kid in a candy store, but this is better because it's more perfect. I have never seen such beautiful cats in my entire life than here at the Cat Fancier Association's show in Mesquite, Texas. And we've got all kinds of the breeds and we have the mutt cats too with the household. But right now our special guests are Leah and Dwight. Dow. Dow. And tell us about your little, is this a Norwegian? This is a Norwegian forest cat. This is Michael. He's a year and a half. And uh, Michael, do you have a comment? Oh, yeah. He said, this is marvelous. Meow. Uh, so tell us how he's doing in the show. He's doing great. He has made a final in every ring so far. Whoa. So we are collecting ribbons. And uh, tell us what are the things that a judge is looking for to earn these great ribbons for a cat like him. With the Norwegian forest cat, they're looking at the head. The head is 50 points. Um, they've got to have a triangular okay. head Triangle a straight shape. nose. Yeah, show me, Dwight. You're going to be our Vanna White here. Nope, I'll See hold on it. the sides. He has yeah. nose profile. Oh, nice, nice. They have a double coat. They've got a ref, and then it's shorter here, and then the hind legs are taller than the front. Really? And I have seen each judge try to get him, you know, if you pat back here, they'll stand up a little taller to make sure that the hind legs are taller. What is it about this breed, oh, get, jump in here, Dwight, that you guys love? <laughs> The personality. What? A fluke. A fluke. Yeah, it's a fluke. What do you mean a fluke? Speak up. Go ahead, Dwight. No, it's fine. Uh, Aaron, we, we adopted Aaron out of a, a shelter. Uh-huh. And he's uh, Michael's granddad. Yes. Oh, nice. And Aaron was, came with papers. Nice. So. So. My cats have papers, but they're not the kind you want. Not the same kind. <laughs> okay. So the personality of the personality. Norwegian is like a dog. Really? They are the smartest cats I've ever been around. Um, They fetch, they stay beside you, they sleep with us. Nice. It's Um, just the best. Who uh, snores louder? Dwight. Okay, all right, that's cool. So uh, where are you guys coming from to come to the show today? We're local. We live in in Hearst. Okay, Um, good. So this is our local show. And COVID's been kind of a bummer, but tell us how, I know there's cautions going on and all with the mask inside and all, so tell us how, how you've adapted. It hasn't been easy. Um, whenever I get him out of the rings, I pull my mask down where he can see it's me. I okay. talk to him. I pull my mask down. Then I put it right back up. That's and he's good. doing fine. Yeah. So. so what's the next for Michael? We're not sure. Michael needs to put on a little weight. <laughs> I wish I had that problem. This breed does not mature until they're about five. Really? And he's a year and a half. So he's got a long way to go. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we don't know. So we'll see. you say, hey, honey, let's get into cat shows? We found Aaron. <laughs> yes, we found Aaron. So you, you curse and congratulate Aaron, right? Yes, it's all his fault. Yeah, met some yeah. good people. You know, I've heard a rumor, uh, Dwight, that real men love cats. Is that true? That's true. 
So what, <laughs> what do cats do for you? How do they bring out the best in you? Just they're so laid back. Yeah? Yeah. These guys are special. He's, he's an I love absolutely guy. perfect cat daddy. He is? He's the best, yeah. All right. Any advice you can give people that want to come to a cat show when, when we get the green light? For people new to this idea? It's a whole different world. It's a new world to see all the different breeds. And it's just amazing. I've got so many favorite breeds in my head. Uh-oh. But I stay true to this one in my chartreuse. We have well, a chartreuse at home. Oh, nice. Now, he makes, he's kind of a small, I thought, the, you know, Maine Coons are giant. Yes. I thought the Norwegian Forest Cats would be giant, too, but. Well, his grandpa's in here. You, you should see oh. Aaron. How, how big is Aaron? Aaron's a lot bigger. Oh, okay. A lot bigger. You said five years, right, to yes. mature? Yes. Yeah. So Grandpa is nine. He's, he's amazing. You'll wow. have to come look. Any tips for people when you're with a cat out in the public? I notice he's pretty chill. He's, he's trusting Dwight. Any tips you can do that keep a cat calm? My best tip is to be calm yourself. Yeah. I have learned that with his grandfather. I was always stressed, and I would tell myself I'm calm, but I wasn't inside. That deep breath and in and yes, out. That makes They can world. tell. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both, and way to go, thank champ. You. Thank you. We're wrapping things up here at the Cat Show in Mesquite, Texas. We're going to learn more after we take this commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I see a couple more folks I want to uh, have microphone will cat chat with. All right, we got a stunner here in the house, and I'm sorry it's radio, but we've got a beautiful young Maine Coon uh, nicknamed Sassy with Deb Jones. And where are you guys coming from? Fort Collins, Colorado. So you took a long way to get here. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. We, we flew. Wow. How was the flight? Any safety tips for people now getting back into travel and with their pets? You know, I just prepare them to be in ahead of time on the carrier mm -hmm. so they're used to it. We took a while and put treats in her carrier so that she was used to it. So it becomes a kitty condo. It does. Yeah. It does. And we always carry a little bit of, we carry a portable litter box with us and a little bit of extra litter just in case there'd be any accidents. Yeah. 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 So tell us about the Maine Coon breed. What is it that makes you go, me wow? Oh, what is it? You know, 
they're just they're so big and they're so gentle they're just sweet sweet cats they're very intelligent she says keep talking mom her big cousin <laughs> um as, as i told you earlier opens doors and drawers and cabinets they follow do they do around. taxes do they do your taxes? <laughs> if only if only okay <laughs> they're just sweet cats they're very dog-like and that's a good that's a compliment it, that is a compliment. Maybe the dogs don't think so, but the cats do. Yeah. I love the ears. The ears are so large and tough. Tell us about that. You know, the, the story is on these, and there's a million stories where they came from, but they came from the Northeast, and they were outdoor cats, and they have ear furnishings, which is the hair sticking out of their ears, yeah. and those were to help protect their ears during the winters because they were outdoor cats. Oh, and the cool. big muzzle was to help them grab and hold on to prey. If you'll notice their feet, um, they've got fur coming out from between oh, yeah. their toes. Those were to help them walk on top of the snow. Oh. And then, of course, they've got long, long fur to help keep them warm. So how's your vacuum? <laughs> oh, Lord. If I could think of something to do with, with Maine Coon fur, I would be a wealthy woman. We have four of them. Oh, wow. And, and during shedding season, it's, it's quite the scene. How is Sassy, and give me the, a proper name, doing today in today's show? Saison. She's doing very well. Um, this is her fourth show ever, and she's been a little shy, but she's learning the ropes and getting right up there at the front of the cage and enjoying playing with the judges. Oh, that's nice. Now, with the, the Maine Coons, what's the advice you can give on grooming? What's a good grooming tool to use, and how often? I would brush them daily, okay. especially twice a year they shed. Okay. And we just do grooming sessions every day. I use a metal comb okay. with mine, and we get treats afterwards. So Ooh, all I'm I have in. to do is head towards that treat jar, and everybody shows up for their grooming time. You know, what I like, too, is the grooming is also getting them used to being handled. So how are your Maine Coons at a veterinary clinic? They're very good. I start from the time she will be our foundation queen. So I've not bred any of my Maine Coons yet, but they're breeders. And when we get them, we start handling them, playing with their feet, laying them on their back. We just start handling like they would at a veterinary clinic from the very day we get them. So you're the client that I bet a veterinarian says, man, I wish I had a million. <laughs> this one. I, I don't know about that, but... But it's important to get them acclimated to touch, right? We do, we do, and, and we carry pet insurance on all of our pets. I'm, I'm not doing a commercial for it, but we found it's much easier to go to the vet that way, and if you get bad news, you don't have to stop and think, gosh, do I make the house payment or do I make the vet right, payment? Right, right. Um, anything uh, diet-wise you could recommend for Maine Coons to keep them healthy or what not to give oh, them? Oh, gosh, there's a million different diets. What we do with all of our cats is nobody is on a dry food diet. Okay. They get a little bit of dry food as a treat each night, but they are on a combination canned food and raw food diet. Okay, Maine Coons don't have to have raw food, but but, the but they need the meat. They, meat. They, need the, they need that protein, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Deb. And thank I can you. call the nickname Sassy, right? You can call her Sassy. Sassy, you're the best. Sassy was flirting with my microphone. <laughs> what do you, you think go. of that? All right. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. Hey, we just talked with uh, Deb Jones, and we found a family affair here. We got her, her sister, and you are? Susan Charles. Okay, Susan, where are you coming from? Missouri. And I love this because we got the sound in the background. 
We got the noise of the catcho. So we really are here, right? We are really here <laughs> all day. So you are presenting what kind of caps? I show Persians. Okay. Your sister shows Maine Coons. So tell us why Persians are ruled. Oh, well, well they just do. <laughs> I want a sister rivalry here going. <laughs> so give us uh, three reasons why you love Persians. Um, they're very sweet. Mm -hmm. They're very calm. And I, I love their looks. And how do your beautiful persons get along with her gorgeous mancoons? Well, this time not so well. Oh. <laughs> uh, the girls are having a bit of a rivalry. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Who, who wears it well? Uh, who wears the, the pants, best. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both got the red factor going on, so. So how long have you been in cat shows? We've been showing my husband and I show also. Okay. Um, Give a credit to him. Jim Charles. Okay. So I think we started this in 2015, 2016. Did you just wake up one day and say, honey, let's raise some Persians? No, it started more gradual than that. I got um, a shaded silver. Okay. He was my first Persian. And um, so it just kind of grew from that. I, I was always kind of thinking that I'd like to show. Mm -hmm. But um, and then we did. Uh, get a black Persian that we took all the way to a national win. Whoa, congratulations. Yeah. Well, thank what was you. that cat's name? Bala. Bala. And that's who our cattery is named after. Oh, cool. Yeah. So how are your cats doing here at the, at the show in Mesquite? They're doing very well. It's been a good show for them. All right, give us a little brag. Uh, she just got best cat. Uh-oh, cat got your tongue. Uh, you're not saying anything. And who is this, sweetheart? That's Mo. Mo? You did it. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. So what do you think about that? Come on, how are you going to celebrate? I am very thrilled with this. I, I'm very, very happy with how the show has gone overall. Right. And uh, Mo, how do you feel? <laughs> uh, Mo is speechless. I love this cat. Tell us a little bit about Mo. Mo is my breeding. She is 13 months old. She's a brown patch, tabby and white. And uh, she's just, I just think she's beautiful. She's wonderful. Oh, she is. And how many shows has she been in? Well, I think I started the first of the year. Uh, she granted in two shows, and now she's up. Uh, right now, she's number one cat in our region. Whoa! In the presence of royalty. <laughs> yes. And what does she do when she's not a cat show cat? What's something? A hidden secret that well, cat show. What does she like to do when she's not in the spotlight? She is fixated on my little gray tabby rescue boy at home. She oh. follows him everywhere. And so. she got love? <laughs> well, she'd like there to be love, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> and uh, what does she do for fun? Oh, most very sweet. She cleans all the other cats. She sleeps Aww. on the table. She pretty much does whatever Mo wants to do. I mean, she's sitting here on your table and chill. Yes. Yes, she's, she's a good girl. She's a very good girl. All right. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I, I'd How, like to... Do you want to say your cattery? Let's talk about um, it. It's Balashaw Cattery. How do so B-A-L-A-S-H-A-H. Okay. And uh, hey, Mo, way to go, Mo. Say, I want to do a, a cat that rhymes with way to go, Way Mo. to go, Mo. All right. Thanks a lot, Susan. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's it. What a great time I had here at the cat show in Mesquite, Texas. Got to meet a lot of different breeds, household cats. It really was wonderful. Nope, make that meavelous. I also want to give a big shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the wizard of paws. 
I invite you to listen to all the shows that are on the Pet Life Radio Network. We are the largest pet radio network on the planet. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.